Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. The Dow moving higher, S&P as well, NASDAQ also advancing. NASDAQ, though, has been swinging between gains and losses. Treasuries fell, as Fed Chair Janet Yellen said the U.S. economy will have trouble achieving growth rates of 3%. The tenure down 8.30 seconds. Yield now 2.35%. Gold down $1.30 the ounce. That's a drop of one-tenth of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude, 46.09 a barrel, up 1.3%. Brent Crude up 1.3% as well at 48.38. Again, recapping, equities higher. S&P up 3, up one-tenth of 1%. The Dow up 18, up one-tenth of 1%. NASDAQ higher by two points. Little change there. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a blue Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. The Brit will take us out of the Brit song, of course. What's in store from the Kinks and what is in store with Seema Shah? Let's bring in Bloomberg Intelligence. Seema Shah, consumer discretionary analyst with us. Hi. And fascinating day, really, for your beat. We've had Target, we've had Tiffany, the two T's. Take it away with Target, because it seems a glimmer of hope with this turnaround. Yeah, I don't know that I'd straight out say it's a turnaround, but it's it's more positive that they uh, their same-store sales seem to be uh, improving in Q2 uh, after having multiple quarters of declining same-store sales. But I would be wary of saying this is a full turnaround until you have more quarters under their belt because even though they raised EPS guidance, a huge majority of that came from a tax benefit that's likely one-time in nature. And they had been investing significantly in price. And so there could be some margin impact on the gross margin line and then again on if as they increase their marketing spend uh, on operating margin. So I definitely think it's great to see that their product is resonating with people, certainly at a – at a particular price and that traffic is coming back into the stores, but I wouldn't say that it's yet a full turnaround at this point. So, uh, so stripping out the one-time tax benefits and so on, what is their strategy right now? Like, where, where do they kind of, uh, what, how are they trying to change this business? I think it's it's more of a focus on developing their private label. They were always known sort of as Target, and they had brands uh, that people know and that people came to particularly sort of up, you know, shabby chic or more upscale than, say, Walmart, but a little less so than some department stores. And I think they're going back to that strategy. They're going to have 12 new private label brands. They um, four are coming out in the fall. Some have already launched, like a Cloud Island and Home, and that was in May, and they said that it's been doing well. So I think initiatives like that that differentiate their product and their store and make people come in, and they're also higher margin, that's a part of the strategy and what they're doing to return to growth. But, of course, Seema, grocery still an area of concern, and most notably, will they be affected by the, the Amazon focus on Whole Foods? I think it's hard to say that they won't be because, you know, they, they started uh, they doing a trial right now of uh, Target. I think it's called Target Restock in Minneapolis, and that's sort of be sort of to compete with Amazon's Prime Pantry. So you can fill a box of 45 pounds and they'll deliver it to you by the next day for four ninety nine a box. And that compares to Amazon's Prime Pantry for the same weight at five ninety nine a box. So I think they're definitely trying to do that but you know buying whole foods gives amazon all these distribution points to even accelerate their prime pantry and their development in grocery and grocery is still a large amount of square footage for target so that certainly will be affected but we'll have to see you know how they're how nimble they are and how they're able to compete does it seem to be a focus of theirs 
Uh, right now, it seems more heavily that they're focused on these private brands and sort of what they were known for, their their home and their apparel. But I, I would, I think it's still a focus. It has to be. Because one of the interesting things about Amazon is, is you know, they – I read their annual report this last week for the first time in a couple of years, and, and mm-hmm. I was really struck by some of the truths in the report. One is that the company really is focused on customer experience over uh, a competitive set, mm-hmm. and that. And I, but I wonder how their competitors look at Amazon because we certainly are seeing an Amazon effect. Whenever Amazon enters a new market, the, the competitors, uh, the stocks actually initially seem to get hit, but uh, there definitely is an effect uh, on what's going on with other businesses. I think so, and, and part of it, at least I think, it has to do with the change in behavior. Amazon is well positioned to capitalize on our changing behavior, our desire to get things right away. They have the fulfillment infrastructure. They have you on Prime. It's on your phone. They have that valuable real estate, and they sell so many categories. And I think part of the Amazon effect is that stickiness, and that's very hard to replicate. So we get they're very focused on the c- customer experience. But it's that experience and I think our changing behavior that is why it's harder for other retailers to replicate and sort of fight back, if that makes sense. Talking of shopping experience, another mm-hmm. company that's trying to perhaps shift itself, bring in more youthful spenders perhaps, mm-hmm. is Tiffany. Mm-hmm. And we've had a change at the top, a new CEO coming in from Diesel. Yes, yeah. And I, I think, you know, Tiffany has sort of been right, kind of stuck in the middle. They are, haven't rebounded like some of the other luxury players They've, they're very heavily dependent on their New York flagship store, which had been negatively impacted by, you know, the stronger dollar, the fall in tourism, its proximity to Trump Tower. And so beyond those sort of exogenous factors, you have to think about, like, about their product and where they're positioned. And I think it does seem that they don't resonate as well or their brand may not have the same uh, cachet with the younger customer. So I think it's great that they're bringing in somebody who has experience with a more youthful brand at Diesel, but who also has experience in their main category, jewelry, watches, and accessories uh, from being a, a Bulgari. So I think that is great, and hopefully they're able to drive that millennial traffic, particularly as the older millennials are in this, probably in the sweet spot of starting to become Tiffany customers. Um, wow. Sounds love is in the air is what you're saying. I hope. Well, I would say that it's definitely. I think one of my my main thoughts about the company is it wasn't youthful enough. That people had been there for too long, and even though it's not that the brand doesn't have any cachet, but you have to think about the newer customers coming in. They tend to be just generally across price points less brand focused than their older counterparts. How important is the the engagement ring business to Tiffany? It is very. It continues to be a very important business because for a newer customer, it's a way that drives traffic. It's a des- It's an event. It's an occasion. That's why people will go and maybe look at Tiffany, someone who may not normally be in the market for jewelry. So I think you can't. I mean, it remains a very important business for them. Fascinating. I mean, what about though? Did Lady you hear Gaga? the news knocking for work? a line all the way in London? And I had to stop and pause for a little bit. But what, I mean, well, why why didn't Lady Gaga take off in quite the same way? Why hasn't she lured in the younger buyer? Because she was in the adverts. Yeah, she was in one ad, and there's one, and that line actually I think has been doing better. But you know, it's it's a it's a large enough company that you need to develop more. You need to have maybe broader exposure online, and maybe further develop that as people right. change their behavior. See Michelle, Bloomberg Intelligence. Thanks very much. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.